All right, welcome into the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host, Mike, along with Chuck here. Hey, hey. How you doing, Chuck? Good, man. How are you, bro? I'm hanging in there. Had a pretty solid weekend. Uh, wasn't uh, as glorious as yours was in California. Yeah, man. I was learning how to not be a kook or a Barney uh, <laughs> on the on the surfboard. Nice. Uh, out there for a wedding um, in San Clemente, Dana Point, San Juan Capistrano area of SoCal. Super nice. Weather nice. was great. Good stuff. A lot of events around the wedding. And then uh, Monday at a 3 o'clock afternoon flight in California. So actually I went surfing with the groom nice. Monday morning. Surfed for about two and a half hours. And, um, Did you go full point break? Did you rob banks? I robbed one bank on the way to the airport. <laughs> But I didn't like go Bodie, and I wasn't on like a little plane and uh, skydiving or anything. Yeah. But um, just one bank, so I could afford the gas to fill up my rental car <laughs> on the way back to the airport. Prices, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty rough. Yeah. Were you in the wedding? Like, were you like a groomsman or something? No, like that? no. Um, they did some thing where they had family members go up and. When they were doing the ring hmm. uh, ceremony, so it wasn't like in a church. It was uh, actually um, Blanca's sister's husband was the officiant. Hmm. He is uh, ordained in the Universal Life Church to be a wedding officiant. Nice. Um, I think I don't know if he did it for this wedding or what, but uh, he's an actor in England, and and so he does a lot of theater and. Um, is part of this thing called Showstoppers. Hmm. Um, and so he officiated, and they did a a part where they held a ring, and like I think it was like six or seven people from each family got up and said like one or two words. Like, it's kind of... They did it in one of uh, Blanca's cousin's wedding in Mexico, and it was just... Um, so like someone would say like love or hmm. happiness or... A phrase like the the groom's mom said um, something like "have a bunch of babies" or something, <laughs> yeah. you know. So that yeah. um, was uh, <clears throat> it was fun. Nice. Um, so I Different. mean, this rehearsal yeah. like mm. kind of a picnic at the beach park Friday and rehearsal dinner, and then um, wedding Saturday, and then Sunday was like a beach day for family members and friends and stuff and then most people left monday nice so did the same uh blanca like flew out early she came back for something monday and i flew out late so i could surf in the morning nice so i was actually just gonna rent a board and go and the groom was like yeah let's go you can (laughs) borrow like my brother's one of our boards in wetsuit and so i just did that and um, got tossed around a bit. And, yeah. But. Got the spin cut, cycle. Yeah. Got about 11 waves, but it was, it was fun. So. Still, yeah. Yeah. Mine wasn't as glamorous. I mean, I went to um, a play at the Alley Theater. Whoa. Downtown. Called, it was a new, it was called Noir. It was like a murder yeah. mystery. It was awesome. It was. Nice. Play slash musical. It was fantastic, but it was funny because I bought the tickets and forgot about where they were and we got there and they're like front row dead center yeah and i was like asking the usher i was like do you know where these seats are because they added like 
temporary seats on the floor. Yeah. Because they've removed part of the stage. She was like, oh, these are good seats. And I was like, are they like on the floor Lakers seats? Like, am I going to sit next to yeah. Jack Nicholson? And she was like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I don't know sport ball. Yeah, I don't know. This is a theater, sir. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it real. Were we near the orchestra? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were down below. Yeah. yeah. So it was awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah I you? love going to see. We saw Hamilton there. Mm. I guess that's Alley Theater, right? That's mm-hmm. a or no Hobby Center. Hobby one Center, of those, yeah. yeah. Jones Hall, one of those. Uh, yeah, so we would go to a lot of different theater. Um, and uh, my daughter, my mom, and Blanc and I went. Um, um, we saw one over Christmas. I'm blanking on what it was for some reason, but Christmas Girl. <laughs> no, but we did see that like a couple years before. Nice. So. Nice. Um, we love going to the Alley Theater. I don't know if you guys have ever been to that, but we usually go like two or three times a year. And this next season, they're doing like Clue and a Sherlock Holmes show. Oh, nice. So it's yeah, it's going to be a great season. So we love doing that. We used to go to these little theaters. <coughs> There's one in the Heights, and then there was another theater. I don't know their names, but yeah, like we saw um, this play in this little theater, and it was like. Um, we saw Avenue Q, which is like um, kind of a musical thing, and then we saw this one. It was like about apocalypse happens, and people sit around the campfire and talk tell, talk about episodes of The Simpsons. Interesting. It was fantastic. I would love to have seen that. Yeah, yeah. it was great. And I had the I have the all the playbills and stuff because we went yeah. to bunch them there. We saw 1984 there as oh, well. Oh yeah, which is really good. And it was actually put on by a conglomerate of high school students. Um, I think that may have been Avenue Q, but that's like with puppets and they're like they do like dirty <laughs> jokes and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it's good to go to the theater. Well, Hadn't done theater. that yeah. since before COVID. Well, we did it in December. I had to wear masks at the yeah. Thing, but yeah, it's always good to see live theater and stuff. Oh yeah, love it. Even yeah, the Alley Theater was supposed to do 1984, and then COVID hit. Mm. Like we had tickets, and then like boom, it hit, and they shut down. I was like, damn. So yeah, yeah, but love theater, love love even the small theater stuff. Yeah. Used to go to some like over Christmas, like It's a Wonderful Life, and really great performances. So that's something more people should do out there these days. But um, did you watch anything good while you were in California? I know you were. I think you were late on the For All Mankind until you came back. Yeah, so leading up to the trip, mm-hmm. I rewatched seasons one and two For All Mankind Yeah, to catch up on three. I didn't watch that till the plane ride back on Monday because mm-hmm. really didn't have much time. Yeah, it didn't drop until Friday. Yeah. Yeah, so I flew out Thursday night, and then so I, I think I downloaded on my MacBook like, the last three episodes of For All Mankind Season 2 and watched them uh, on the plane. And then I watched first episode of Season 3 Monday along with the last two of Barry and then uh, Obi-Wan yeah. uh, Episode 4. So that's pretty much all. That was all on Monday on the plane. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good then, for it, yeah. I think I watched Barry on Tuesday, though, because I watched Obi-Wan and For All Mankind on the plane because I slept half the flight. Nice. Um, and this week, actually, so far, I've been re-watching. I'm 
rewatching Westworld oh, season yeah. one in preparation of it's coming. Was it June twenty sixth? Yeah, I think it's the twenty sixth. Yeah. So yeah, Westworld season four is coming. So I'm kind of like trying to watch a week, a season a week to get up to yeah. Um, when the new season of Westworld, I'm really excited about that. I just finished episode like the first season of Westworld. The first season was amazing. One of the best seasons. I mean, it's kind of sound. It's like hyperbole. I say like every season, every show is like really good. And like the (laughs) first amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it was before I had a subscription to HBO and I would go to a friend's house every week to watch Westworld. It was unbelievable, like new show with twists and shit. When Westworld and Game of Thrones were, were out. I had in at the time Mr. Robot was also on. Yeah. I had cable and I was paying for HBO on cable just so I could watch just Game like of Thrones could, yeah. and and Westworld and yeah, it was great. I would, would watch both of them on Sunday nights, oh, you yeah. know. So um yeah, I think that's about I mean I was rewatching some Brock Meyer. Oh. I uh, just keep putting that on at night. Like I, I keep going back to like when I go to bed. I keep going back to like season one, episode one. Like oh, I put yeah. it on every time, just because <laughs> yeah. the quotability of um, of Brockmire in those episodes. Yeah, and so we were chatting about that beforehand. But you know, the funny thing is, like the jacket he wears in Brockmire is yeah. in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Is it really? Yeah, it is. With like his microphone. That's great. Yeah, and it's only what three, four seasons of a TV show, and he made it into the Hall of Fame. It's amazing. Yeah, so did big, so did Babe Ruth, and he's a big fat piece of shit. No. <laughs> Sorry, that's from Brock Meyer. Fatty uh, Boombaletti. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, well, Pete Rose can't get in, but a TV yeah. show uh, character, <laughs> Brock Meyer can make it in. Was it? Yeah, a drug addict, <laughs> uh, uh, alcoholic, uh, drug addict, yeah. broadcaster. Yeah. <laughs> It reminds me of the blooper from uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie, yeah. where he's asking John Hamm, he's like, the uh, Don Draper suit hangs in the Smithsonian, and he's like, yeah, it's a great honor. He's like, right next to the Cosby sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fucked oh, up. Oh, Between Two Ferns, good movie. Oh, yeah, dude, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I got into that late. I think you told me about it, and I started watching. I'd seen a couple of clips from the series and then watched the movie before I yeah. watched it, a lot of it, so that was so funny. I love the, like, John Hamm, like... <laughs> And now he's doing progressive commercials of flow. Like I'm like, have you seen those? Like, because yeah. when I watch Hulu, they come on every between every break, and I'm yeah. like, come on, flow. You would give, you wouldn't um, treat John Hamm like that. Yeah, no. But <laughs> wait, you watch commercials on Hulu? Is yeah, it Hulu Live or do you not pay for the ad free Hulu? I don't pay. I have this six dollars <sighs> and forty eight or seven fifty seven a month. Oh, it's super annoying. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Because now I know what ultra colitis is or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like every every break is like this UC disease. Yeah. And it's like I have uh, ulcerative I can't even say it. It's just UC. Ulcerative colitis. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the first time I saw it, I'm like, what is this for? Because it was Stellara. just. It was, it was like five. Like and like, I think it was like forty five seconds of side effects, oh and then gosh. it's like if you have UC, and I'm like, what's UC? And then I'm googling it, <laughs> but I miss like the first two seconds of the commercial yeah. where it says like, if you suffer from ulcers of colitis, yeah, take 
you know, whatever, whatever, yeah. Stellulon or Stellaris. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh it, it, god, it's always some like medical treatment, and it's <laughs> the side effects. It's tailored to the audience. Yeah, you remember like the Cialis commercials where like oh, the couple yeah. were like. They each had their own bathtub outside, and they're holding hands like, it's Cialis. You may suffer from headache, nausea, um, burning toe. I don't know. Like, it just always... It was Higher just, property taxes. What the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. Insurrection. No. Wait. Uh, all right. That was a little too far. No, that's uh, great. Which, yeah, it's funny. That's Cialis commercial. I don't think it's a pill you need. I think you just need one fucking tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get anywhere in two tubs, yeah. but... <laughs> oh my god, that's great! Do you watch anything? Uh... Oh, I had a massive uh, guilty pleasure below deck Mediterranean binge watch with Jackie. Yeah, uh, watched Barry. Um, yeah. I was caught. I saw the second to last episode, which man, we'll talk about. Yeah, it's dark, and then the last episode just amazing. But yeah, yeah watch Barry. Um, what else did I watch? For all mankind, that was yeah. Friday. It's pretty much all I watch for the most part, and just. Way too many hours of below deck. It's Jersey Shore on a boat, but without yeah. the accents. Yeah. Oh yeah. And last time I was here, you were you had it on TV, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, we're switching wait. between below deck Mediterranean, below deck down under, and below deck sailing yacht. <laughs> That's great, dude. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. What do they have like below deck Tampa or uh, Florida? Not yet, but give Miami. it time. They have yeah. There's below deck. Below deck med, below deck sailing up, below deck down under, and no doubt there's going to be another. <laughs> below deck Somalia. <laughs> like, <laughs> below deck Cancun. <laughs> yeah. It's just ridiculous. The crew, like, gets into so much drama, and then the guests are assholes, and yeah. it's just reality TV brain yeah. dump. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I got into watching sailing out because it's cool, because it's like a huge sailing yacht. It's yeah. like a 150-foot sailing yacht. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to watch below deck med. And I was like... I don't think I can watch that. And mm-hmm. then I'm like on my phone while she's watching it. I'm like this dumb motherfucker. Like, and then I got into it. It's yeah. really bad. Yeah. yeah. Those shows are, I mean, they can get addicting. I just remember there was like a time period back in my single days where I was friends with somebody and she was always watching like the bachelor. Oh, and yeah. I got into like two seasons of the bachelor. Yeah. Like, there was this soccer guy on there, and, and like, he would say, uh, instead of pajamas, he would say, pyjama. Pyjama. Yeah, because I forget, you played, like, in the MLS or something, and, and, um, but he was from, like, Colombia or Venezuela or something, and, but he would say, pyjama. I'm in my pyjamas, (laughs) and, like, but I watched, like, two seasons of The Bachelor, like, Did he say football is life? Football is life. Yeah, yeah when's, Ted, when's, when's uh, Ted Lasso coming back? I, it's got to be soon, yeah. I need some Ted Lasso in my life. Yeah. Funny, did I tell you, I went for my annual physical, and I told my doctor I was doing a podcast. He was like, what kind of shows? And I was like, oh, you know, Ted Lasso, this and that. And he was like, I just watched Ted Lasso for the first time. And he, like, binged uh, the whole two seasons. And I was like, yeah, man, it's amazing. Like, it's the first person I've heard outside of this group yeah. that is really into Ted Lasso. <laughs> Uh, I did you get your physical up at the uh, uh, office? No, uh, no, okay, no. I'm, since I'm going in 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 June 27th, yeah. I'm I've made a whole bunch of like appointments <laughs> on campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just get them all done. So I got my annual physical coming oh up God. there. So I'll ask my doctor if he's in a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <do it. laughs> oh my God, that's great. 
What do you think about Barry? I thought the second to last episode was so weird and dark. Like <laughs> Barry gets poisoned. That's where he yeah. we see him like coming to. He like makes it out of the house, which was hilarious. Yeah. And then winds up in the back of an alley. I think I loved the penultimate. It it was a great change for the show. Yeah. So when I was I listened to Prestige Pod is doing they have Bill Hader being talking to Sean Fantasy every Sunday night after each of the episodes and they were talking about um that most of the best considered the best episodes and maybe in the higher highest rated episodes of the first two seasons were the penultimate one. Yeah. And I I mean, I still think maybe six with the motorcycle oh, chase yeah. was probably the best one. But I really liked seven. I mean eight was the finale was good too, but seven it was super dark yeah. and like thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like visualizing his death or like he's on the beach and everybody he's like killed is there. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you kind of, and the good part is as it was happening, you know, when he gets, you know, she puts the, she puts a, like a coat over his head or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) And, um, yeah, he's just like choking out under his coat. Yeah. And then he gets outside and it's, um, Ryan's dad, like, yeah, picks him up and puts him in the car. Yeah, because, like, you saw him, like, in the very first shot of the scene. It's yeah. like, he's at church and he's, like, yeah. really, like, torn between some decision. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. And, and like, yeah, for those who don't, son. don't know, it was the guy. Well, Barry didn't even really kill him, right? In the first, um, first episode, he was the actor and. Yeah, he was the other dude in the. Like one of the School. Chechenian guys killed him, right? But so, Barry yeah. was with um I think Barry was gonna kill him. Yeah. But I didn't even think really Barry killed him. Like if I'm remembering right. I thought he was like in the truck and they were shooting at Barry or yeah. trying to kill Barry and he got killed or something. I think but, something like that, yeah. But yeah, so it, the dad is seeking revenge because Fuchs is basically telling everybody yeah. who Barry's killed the family, like the Raven. Yeah, <laughs> that, was that in the finale? Where okay, we'll go to that part. But yeah, it, it's just like he picks him up and he you see him parked outside the hospital, and but as the transition to all those to those parts, like. You see Barry walking, and he's on the beach. Like it doesn't need a expl- explanation. You can kind of you yeah. know that he's like dying, and this is some kind of like going towards the light scenario, yeah. you know. And he, he said, sees everybody that he's killed, and he knows that like he's going to hell. Yeah, or he's waiting he, for a ship to come in to take him to hell. Basically. Yeah, all yeah. with all the people that he's yeah, killed. He's he's come to he's come to face to face with all the horrible things he's done. Basically, yeah. and it was a really morbid episode. But he, I loved how because at first when he like left the house, he was like choking, yeah. and then he just like walks onto the beach, and you're like, yeah, what? Is yeah, like, happening. Like, the house is right outside the beach. Yeah, but then, like, the like, cars are like getting like washed yeah. like, by the waves but and it, stuff. But it yeah. was a great way. It like transitioned mm-hmm. from what was happening, but it, into his mind. Yeah. you know, without telling you what was going on, but yeah. it was pretty easy to read. 
Um, so it was beautifully done. It was a really good episode. And then, of course, Ryan's dad shoots himself. And yeah. I, I kind of figured that was going to happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, he had the beautiful thing about being a parent and, you know, the only thing you think about and care about is protecting your kid and all that. And, and he just wanted to be with his son again. <clears throat> so it was, it was very well done. It's so, this season has been like so morbid. <laughs> like, yeah. and, it's got a different tone. This whole season just has a totally different tone than the first two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, and I think that's what, what I like <laughs> about the show is it's not just, the first two seasons, it's almost kind of like repeated the same kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, pretty much. And then this is kind of taken a different... It's evolving, yeah. right, as a show, so... But I thought it was funny, like, because they, they, then you have, like, Kusuno, like, doing his, like, master class. Yeah. Like, and his former girlfriend who he screwed over, who's now his partner, like, has no idea what she's doing in terms of, like, cutting and editing and shooting, yeah. and she's, like, freaking out talking to her, like, production assistant, and she's like... What was your name again? She's like, Cheryl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Anyways, we'll go with cut two. And she doesn't want to look weak in front of Kusuno. Like. Is this episode where two where Barry goes uh to Sally, or is that the final? The finale? Where he goes to his house and she's there. Oh no, that's right. the final. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this one is where this the penultimate one is where she has like the flip out on her former oh, assistant, yeah. and she's like, "You horrible fuckhead!" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And then she posts they, that apology video, and it was just like, "Oh my god!" That's right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I said throughout the season that I really didn't like her, but yeah. this last episode where I think I liked her when shit is going bad for her yeah yeah (laughs) because she's more raw and more herself yeah and so that's what her head is not up in the clouds yeah like full of herself and shit yeah yeah and where what i what was really cool in this episode was where she confronts you know the the spoiled rich lady who's never had to work for anything and you know she stole her idea and the writer's room is love working for her and Sally's stuck on the stupid Medusa show. Oh my god! Like, yeah. With the idiot, the <laughs> director, or whatever. That was the most ridiculous, like yeah. comedic, like plot that they tried to come up with in Three Medusas. Yeah, yeah. And so, and she confronts her in the elevator, and then posts the apology. You know, yeah. The and her manager's like, "Don't do anything until I get there." And she gets there and like, <laughs> but her apology is like. It's not an, even an apology. It's just like, you know, explaining yeah. why she said that and going off the rails again. Yeah. But, I mean, it was I think, bad. I think you see that, and we'll talk more about the final, but how close people are to losing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like we know Barry has lost it. I mean, well, I guess lost it in a calculated way because he that's his job as a hitman typically and all that. But yeah. He has no he's detached in the world. He's detached for reasons, you know, 
that kind of were preyed upon by Fuchs after right. his army um, stuff. But, like, Sally is, she can't take take it anymore. No, you know? yeah. She's, she explodes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see, like, okay, now the inside, what's coming inside is from her, like, her raw emotion mm-hmm. kind of ties her and Barry together. Yeah. Um, and that's where then rolling into, it was the next episode, and he shows up at her house. Or he was, she's, she's at, at his, his house. house. Yeah. And Which I love because, like, I think it was... The penultimate is like his roommates are recording like a comedy like yeah. track, yeah. and the guy's like looking at him from the sound booth, yeah. and they're just like doing horrible sound effects. Yeah. Anyways, so then like in the final episode, he sees he comes back and sees a note, and they're like, "Gone to Tijuana to try out our comedy, love <laughs> the guys," and it's like, "Oh, they're dead." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he he goes back and Sally's at his house. And yeah. she, like, wants him to do all of the really fucked up stuff yeah. he said he would do, but to her former assistant. Yeah. It's it's wild. And, like, and he's like, you don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I know where I'm going, Sally. Yeah. I'm going he, to hell. Yeah. He has a come-to-Jesus moment yeah. from almost dying, right? Right. I mean, he's got a second chance, and he wants to... But he keeps going back to the saint, you know, in every season... I'm a killer. I'm getting out of it. And then something triggers me to go back in. Right. And kind of, it's just the same loop. And just watching Westworld, I'm thinking we're all in our loops, right? Right, right. He is in a loop. Yeah. Like he tries to get out and then he loops back around and it's just a continual cycle that keeps happening to him. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, I don't want to go in. You don't want to do that, Sally. And then that like motocross guy like walks in and like knocks him out. And then I thought Sally was gonna die because he was like choking her. Yeah. And then she like stabs him. So that weird. Leads to the funniest thing in the episode where he goes <laughs> like, "What'd you do to my eye?" Through the back of it's a knife through the back of the neck. And he goes in the sound booth. He's like trying to look to see like he's like, "Oh my eye." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> fucking knife it's like a steak knife like right through the back behind yeah. his ear yeah. yeah it must have like hit the nerve in the eye but it's just yeah. hilarious yeah he's just like my eye and like, <laughs> you're like what and then you see a little blood trickle up from his eye but he's got the knife <laughs> in the, the back of his uh behind his ear and then but, like sally like beats the shit out of him with a baseball bat yeah and like barry is trying to get out of this like right cycle of having to deal with like killing people and then disposing yeah. of them. Cause I, I love how at the end of like season one or two, right after he killed Janice, he gets back in bed with Sally and he's like, okay, starting now. now. And like yeah. the season ended. Yeah. Yeah. They meant that's, uh, I was reading that today. Yeah. It's yeah. like starting now. That was and, great. And yeah. so now, yeah, that's like, he disposes of the body and then that's when his old Marine buddy like catches him. Yeah. And like tells him he's, it's got to stop. Basically like saves his life telling yeah. him he's got to stop. and just like well, leaves him. And then, I mean, just going back for the uh, yeah. then that piece, they, um, the Janice's, uh, oh yeah, her dad, dad, he gets Ken Goulet or <laughs> Fuchs. That's the, yeah. it's still the best. It's it, great. You know, the dad has some kind of Jedi mind trick over everybody. And I guess, uh, 
I love how he he says, uh, "Yeah, I was in a Vietnamese prison and I uh, talked the uh, warden into uh, yeah. killing himself." And he's like. Really? Maybe it was just a bad day, right yeah. time, wrong time, yeah. wrong guy. He just like talking out of his ass the whole time. Yeah. And then, you know, he talks to Fuchs and Fuchs gets brought in, right? And um, he dumps him at the police station. Yeah. Yeah. He drives. He's like, let's go for a ride and talk. And then he just pulls yeah. up to the police station and the cops are right there. And um, well, that was after he talked to um, Kusino, right? Yeah. He talked to Kusino first. Yeah. And I really like the progression of uh, Janice's dad. Janice, right? Janice yeah, Moss. Yeah. yeah. Um, talking to Cousineau and then Fuchs and then Barry. But each time it was like, was it Cousineau's like, he's like, I need, I need to come over, be here in uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, um, it was 18 minutes. He was like, I had to talk my way out of a brunch, <laughs> yeah. you know, or to leave took, a brunch. It took me three, three minutes. minutes. He's, He's like, like, checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy is, yeah, a, a hilarious character for the show. But Yeah, no, it's um, it was a good, like, logical progression to get to Barry. And then, you know, Barry's like, oh, no, I'm not going to... Um, no, maybe I'll call you back later or whatever. And then, yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, then going back to his old, uh, army buddy that yeah. knows it's him and I, you know, Fuch, he has a good interrogation with Fuchs where they turn off the camera and, um, you know, basically, I mean, it doesn't say, it doesn't show you him telling everything, but he basically... Yeah, he yeah, alluded to the fact that Fuchs was like his handler yeah. for him being a low level hitman. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then he confronts him as he's burying the body. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I, I, to your point, you were talking about like emotion coming out and yeah. how when Barry gets confronted by Albert, he like just collapses in yeah. fear and like despair and like his emotions are, he's just a puddle of sadness. Yeah. Yeah, and and Will, Bill Hader talked about that with Sean Fantasy at that part. It was just like he said, like whenever that happened, there was going to be more dialogue, and like, mm. but he, I think Bill Hader at the last minute just decided, like, just to make an awful like cry, like just to break down, and. He said it was the scene was a lot better that way than you know they wow. plan to have more dialogue around around that scene, but they want he kind of tied it back to you know when Barry is seemingly the same place when Barry took Cousineau out yeah. there in the beginning <laughs> and of Jeff three. and the other guy yeah. it's the same tree yeah the same tree <laughs> yeah. is like yeah his uh, clearly favorite hiding spot for dead bodies yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be discovered at some point it yeah. seems uh. I think it's I ran by that in California there. the other day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, just the emotion, like, he doesn't experience emotion. He just had that breakdown, like, yeah. because that was, you know, somebody he was in combat with, and, you know, he thought he was protecting or getting revenge for when he killed the innocent, mm -hmm. you know, as an Afghani guy or yeah. whatever in the war. And so that's where... What's his name? Albert. His war buddy so, yeah. Yeah. was like, you know, this guy went to bat for me, saved me. He, 
you know, he tells Barry, like, I can't do anything to you because without you, I wouldn't have my daughter. Yeah. You know, it's the only reason he's alive. And then he was like, yeah, he was like, how much, how much did they pay you to kill Chris? Yeah. I was like, woof. Yeah. Yeah. Little does he know that was just to cover his own ass. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not pay. Yeah. (laughs) Because Chris wouldn't keep his friggin' mouth shut, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, cool contrast, though, because, you know, Barry just wants to be who he wants to be, right? He doesn't know if he wants to be an actor, or he keeps falling back into this hitman thing. But then he sees, like, his Marine, his former Marine buddy, who almost died, and has made his life working for good as yeah. an FBI agent. So, like, Barry has, like, fallen so far from where he, like, wants to be. And what? he just collapses. I think it, uh, two things that I think of, like, one, if you relate it to, like, PTSD and other mm. things with soldiers coming back from war and trying to adjust to yeah. real life, right? Yeah. Like, you know, they take two different paths, but one's police officer, which is or right. FBI agent, kind of like, you know, military. Yeah. You're going after Structure. bad guys. Structure. Yeah. Discipline camaraderie with fellow people or Barry using killing skills that for evil for hitman. Right. And the other part is is like, you know, part of is is um we get and going back to like a loop, we get in our loop, right? So as Barry Barry starts taking the acting class and likes it and is getting gigs but he keeps getting pulled back into something that he's comfortable in. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you go through life and you work and you work a job that pays good money or that you know you can do and you don't take a chance on something mm-hmm. else because just outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what he keeps getting. He keeps getting all these great opportunities like, oh, we're on this show and this show and then – yeah. For other re- whatever reasons, like outside forces, like Fuchs telling everybody, and whatever, and, sa- it, yeah, he keeps getting pulled back out, but into kind of what he's comfortable with, killing people or yeah. <laughs> you know trying to kill people, right? And then that leads us back, you know, with with uh, Janice's dad calling him, and you know, at that moment he could skip town, yeah be gone forever that he decides I need to I need to kill I need to get he knows I'm gonna get this loose end out of the way yep well Kusino calls him too yeah, right and says Moss's dad interrogates Kusino yeah. like face to face full on like lie detector yeah he's like did you love my daughter and he's like yes he's like do you love Barry he's like no he's like do I <laughs> do I you protecting him yeah. like it was crazy scene in yeah. his garage yeah well and it's I think then Barry well I got a thought I'll come back to, but yeah, he interrogates and then basically shows up and has got a gun to his head. And then the cops, yeah, our full on SWAT team shows up and amazing, great. And then just the shots of it is well directed where he's being led out of the house and you see Cousineau behind him and like almost and smiling, like, yeah, yeah. And then, then uh, the dad and stuff. And I think, um, you know, going back to that, I think the realization for me as Barry's being arrested is like, and Kusino says he doesn't love Barry. Like, 
Barry has nobody that loves him. No. The people that he loves, Kusano yeah. and Sally, don't love him back. No. You know? Yeah. And the only person that he had a relationship with besides them was his handler. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it was Fuchs. Yeah. And Noho Hank has found somebody. Like, yeah. They're just we, work associates. We talked about. <laughs> We talked about this like in a few episodes ago where we talked about, you know, we had everybody kind of pairing up. Yeah. As Barry and, and Barry is broken up with Sally, but, you know, Noho and Cristobal and then you had um, the roommates and. Right. You, know, you had all these people kind of pairing up with each other and it's Barry, his only connections were being separated. Yeah. And. And so I think it's, um, you know, I think he has a sad realization. And I'm wondering where it's going to go from here. Yeah. Into next season. So I know they're listening to the other podcast. They're writing season four. They've been writing season four. I think, think they've started shooting it. Yeah. Yeah. I, they, I saw on Instagram they started production. Yeah. Well, yeah. And um, Hater said they were rewriting season three. You know, as they were writing season four. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I mean, there were some changes on some things that, and maybe a little bit of what we've seen a darker season, but it's kind of where he felt the story was naturally going, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting if next season shifts back to a lighter thing, or, you know, is he in prison the whole is it now barry in prison and he's like committing hits on the inside right it, it'll be interesting what are your thoughts i got my theory that noho hank and cristobal uh break him out of prison oh and take him down to uh where's cristobal from bolivia and, and they go down to bolivia and he just starts working for oh. the for the cartel we didn't even talk about the hank no, part where we didn't. Hank, goes, up. hank goes no at first he goes to bolivia and he's like do you know where the uh <laughs> He's like, like bright white guy, LA hat. He's like <laughs> yeah, looking Dodgers. Yeah, hat. I can't forget. I can't remember what the last name, the Cristobal's last name. I can't either. Yeah. Do you know where the family is? Yeah. And he's like, do you speak English? And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then <laughs> the second funny part is he's like asking about the the family, and the guy gets a stick out, and then gets this case with the blow dart. And blows it at Hank and he goes, I thought that's what you're doing, but I didn't want to seem rude. And then he passes yeah, out. Yeah. Then he wakes up in the prison thing, or well, Which, you'd think it's. I, I couldn't stop laughing when they let. It's so fucked up. They let that tiger loose. It's Panther, I think. It was it, a yeah, Panther yeah, yeah, yeah. On the other guys. And then that guard just throws up at the bottom of the door. He's like <laughs> laughing so hard. Yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. It was so yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. But it was also another, you know, so you have. Sally beating a guy to death, stabbing yeah. a guy and beating him with a baseball bat, and Hank killing for the first time. Yeah. Because he, like, shoots, you know, through the wall, the panther and all that. And then Cristobal's getting a gay conversion therapy from his... Uh, <laughs> Shock therapy. From his wife and yeah. uh, a, a guy, a stripper, like, playing piano. But Hank walks out with a gun... And calves both of them. Yes. Sally and Hank's first kills. Yes. It's... So now you open that Pandora's box, right? Yeah. So another thing going into next season, 
now's Noah Hank join Cristobal and like you said they free Barry but they kill you know now Noah Hank's killed somebody so yeah. it opens the door yeah and Sally I mean I think she's gonna I mean Barry was trying to like Barry did this Barry did you know like yeah to, yeah to make her forget that she did it but which we didn't even talk about. He was like on the phone with her and he was like, Hey, meet me, whatever. And she was yeah. like, yeah, okay. She was like getting on a plane for like Joplin, Missouri. Yeah. Out of there. Yeah. So like she's left him. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think, yeah. in next season he's, he, he may be in prison for a little bit, but I think he gets busted out and it'll be like comedically hilarious. Yeah. And then he winds up in Bolivia somehow. And then it's like a war between him and Fuchs or they're reunited. Yeah. And like Fuchs has like goats and a new hot like girlfriend. Yeah. He's, <laughs> He's yeah living in Bolivia with uh yeah another yeah but that's like the the, the tale of like Fuchs and Barry is that they're both given these opportunities to start over yeah. like Fuchs with all these coats yeah. and these women and Barry with like nearly dying yeah nearly Every getting time. killed by that dad like almost like getting killed by that motocross like how many times does he have to almost die till he just like starts over so like they're given every opportunity and they just keep going right back to it yeah both of them get are given their way out yeah. every time and they chose they choose to come back into the life. Yeah. So But for me, I can't wait to see Barry in Bolivia in like a Hawaiian shirt with a wife beater like uh T shirt and like uh like Fedora like straw hat. Yeah. And he's just like having to like kill like locals for like a couple of bucks. <laughs> <laughs> or or yeah, or like it could be <laughs> He could be in prison, killing high level gang members for oh, police or somebody. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it'd be interesting to see where they go. I I think it'd be hilarious if it was in Bolivia because like Noho Hank like now lives down there. Yeah, he's like so white. He just gets like seared like tuna. <laughs> like he just can't stay in the sun very long. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just can't imagine that they're gonna leave L.A. But hey, I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. Bolivia would be a good setting for the next one. Yeah. Any other Barry thoughts? No, no, I got nothing else. Yeah, let's um, switch gears to For All Mankind. Yeah, I was super excited coming into this season. Yeah, a lot. What I, it's always dangerous, but I really enjoy how they jump ahead. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, because it kind of moves the story along, yeah. and they can continue to move it along in the future. Because right now, they're, what, like 95 or 96, something like that. Yeah, somewhere 95. Yeah, I yeah think it's it like is. mid-90s, yeah. Yeah, so they started off, you know, it's like, was it the 60s, 70s, and mm-hmm. then the 80s, and then 90s now. Yep. And then, so you could literally go 2000, then 2010, you could, three more seasons from now, we could... Be in 2020s. You know, it's supposed mm. to be a seven season arc. Perfect. Yeah. It's going to go all the way to like 2040. That's great. Because yeah. actually, what's cool is it can get up to present day, which will be way ahead of where we are now yeah. and then way into the future. Yep. But um, yeah, so I love these seasons where they play like a catch up timeline yeah. of what happened in between. And you see like, Russia's like basically taking over all of South America. Like <laughs> yeah. Mexico's Mexico. a communist country. <laughs> yeah. uh, Gary Hart wins the presidency. 
Um, Margaret Thatcher dies in that IRA bombing. Yeah, like that she survived back in the in the nineties and. Um, the Beatles reunite. Yeah, John Lennon never was killed. The <laughs> yeah. Beatles reunite. Their reunion tour. Um, they like discover like fusion technology, like nuclear fusion or fission or whatever. Yeah, it was like in the nineties. It's like global warming threat eliminated due yeah. to nuclear. Yeah, yeah. Clean then, like, nuclear energy. It's funny because like in, they, in like the time like people are like protesting nuclear energy in favor of oil. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that that's kind of happening today on Twitter. Yeah, a like, little bit, a little bit. Like, I don't want to pay seven dollars for gas. <laughs> we'll get an electric car. I don't want an electric car. I want oil. It's right. like, all right, what do you want? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, people are always going to protest against something. But, yeah, um, yeah, I thought that was cool. And then, uh, so like, I just the little details growing up in Houston yeah. and NASA, and knowing a lot about the space program, like the Rogers Committee report was done when the Challenger yeah. explosion happened. And in the TV show, it was the near nuclear meltdown at the Jamestown colony yeah. on the moon. Yeah. Like, what a great utilization of yeah. history. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm glad they went back to that because I'm like, wait, what happened? I, I mean, when I when I rewatched season two and I'm like, wait, Gordo and Tracy both died? <laughs> like, at the end, I forgot <laughs> yeah. that they both died, went out to the, did the weird duct tape spacewalk to save from the nuclear meltdown. Yeah. And then, like. One last cool thing I saw that they redid was the recent satellite that was launched, the James Webb Telescope, which is supposed to replace the Hubble. Yeah, they call it, in this show they call it the Thomas Paine yeah. Telescope the from guy the that, guy that died in that Korea, Air Korea yeah. crash. Yeah, where it was not doing the reconnaissance photos yeah. over the yeah over Russia and <laughs> yeah. all of that. Yeah, it was yeah, so crazy. But yeah, what were your thoughts on on the first episode and where this season is going to go potentially? I it was. So, so I really liked it. It was weird. So when you get the time jump, yeah, I mean, immediately you see like Karen and uh, not uh, yeah, Karen and uh, Ed were divorced. Yep, and she's working for Sam um, Gorda Tracy's, I guess, well, widowed husband. Yeah, yeah, but. Are they together? I think they are. It, I mean, they, you couldn't tell about a romantic. I guess they didn't need to get into it because yeah. Sam died like in yeah. this episode. But yeah. They were like, oh, 10 years too soon. Yeah. 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 But it's like you jump 10 years and you see like they're divorced. But yeah. I love there was like three deaths in this episode. <laughs> right it, out of the game. It went right. You know, one actual character from the other season, Sam. But. It was, it was interesting because they went right from a, you know, in season two finale, we're focused on Gordo and Tracy's saving the day. I mean, there's more that happened, but yeah, yeah. And then the episode was was kind of focused on. I mean, there's a lot that happened, but with Gordo's kids, yeah. And I really loved like the younger son was like all like, <laughs> like. Like all pissed off about space and astronauts yeah. and every NASA NASA whitewashes everything and yeah. you know mom and dad fought every day when we were kids yeah. like and it, like and during his best man speech at the wedding it's just like <laughs> yeah. all right clap that guy down like oh it's terrible uh, yeah he's yeah he's playing like the angry like young 
man, teenager guy. <laughs> Best man, better man. Yeah. <laughs> like Wedding yeah, singer like, shit. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking of the speech in The Wedding Singer. But yeah. he's like, you you know, you've been really good brother since you stopped drinking. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, But yeah, so they, I mean, it was, I like how they went up to, you know, Karen, you see Karen, like, staying in the space hotel that they built yeah. or whatever. So it was because you see space tourism now and in the future, and they've got this, like, wheeled, rotating, orbiting... Artificial gravity-producing... Yeah. Space hotel yeah. thing. The Polaris. Yes. Yeah. And we see something that's going to happen in this in the episode that was in the trailer for it. But... And one thing they... It's a, you know, they mentioned in the timeline lead up, North Korean mm. stops their ballistic missile testing or whatever. And the, that comes into play pretty early. North Korea, in this episode, they're like, satellite launch blows up, yeah. right? And that's what starts the uh, thing. A little piece of the shuttle just barrels <laughs> yeah. into the thruster. Just into that tiny little thruster yeah. on the sh- yeah. station. Yeah. And now the... <clears throat> Was it the G force uh, centrifugal force? The thruster won't turn off, and it's just starting to rotate quicker. And but the little bride and groom starts sinking further yeah, and further into the cake. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like yeah. how they were showing some of that. But yeah. we get all you know. We get Daniel pulls on the moon. I mean, not on the moon on on the hotel. Yep. Ed and his new wife, which she seems like a real gem, uh, but. Ed also seems like an asshole to be married to. Oh, yeah. It's like... Yeah. I'm tired. I'm done dancing. Yeah. We're going to bed. Yeah, like, dude, just go back to the room and let, yeah. let your wife... Yeah. There's, like, literally ten people at this wedding. Yeah. You they know? need numbers. They need bodies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, that whole, like, booster thing, and then they couldn't shut it off. Like, there's got to be a like, auxiliary shut off to that thing. Like, it was like, oh, backup failed. We got to send people out there to fix it. And then both of them get, like, waxed by the cable. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It would be interesting to see, like, they go floating through the space, and then they're like, oh, we, oh, they died. Like. Yeah. And every spaceman I've seen, like, people float through space, I guess, unless their suit was punctured by the cable or something, but. That velocity, right? They got whipped the shit out of. That's true, They're just flung out into space, like, yeah. Yeah. So we 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 pretty quickly get to um, a situation, yeah, and I mean, and you see, you know, the the older Stevens boy, which was also another weird thing at the wedding when the song came on. I forgot that he and Karen hooked up, yeah, in the bar, yeah. I thought that was just the bar, that like, same bar song, yeah. yeah. It was the same song that he yeah, was, that the was first his dance. first dance of his wedding, yeah. and, and like everybody's all, and even. It's almost like he forgot about it, and she's yeah. like, "She's like, oh, this is so weird." Yeah, like, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. I kept expecting him to look over at her, but he never did. During I was the waiting for like the turn, right? And when yeah. like his head is on her shoulder, and he just yeah. looks up, and he's like, "Oh, they but just he lock just eyes. looked straight ahead at the yeah. his wife." Yeah, um, yeah, that was weird. I forgot about that. It was, and then of course he saves the day. Yep. What's his name? Danny. Danny Stevens, yeah. yeah. Danny Stevens, yeah. So he does the space walk. Ed breaks his leg. He goes out there in the suit and 
shuts the valve and and then you see like him disconnecting you're like oh shit like another steven's down yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's only gonna be one of four left but right then it's a really cool shot of the <laughs> rotation and he's like dangling by the umbilical cord yeah all and, i could think was oh another high school got a new name like yeah. <laughs> the danny stevens high school <laughs> Clear Lake High School's renamed Danny <laughs> Stevens yeah. Technical Institute of High School. I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, and then you have Margot on the ground and Alita, Alita. Yep. And you see her family, and they're trying to, they're trying to do something on the moon with like some jet propulsion. Yeah, the next rocket that'll take them to Mars. They're testing it on. Yeah, on the moon. about ta- yeah, because they're gonna. That's going to be, the moon's going to be like a launching point or something. Yeah, because they're using helium-3 that they're mining yeah. as f- propellant. Yeah. But they're, that's the tie-in with Helios, which yeah. is like the that timeline of SpaceX yeah. as the mining company on the moon. And I think we'll get more into that in the next episode that yeah. comes out Friday. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, I think, it at least um, episode two's screenshot on Apple TV is... The guy Dev or Daya, whatever, yeah, yeah. for Helios that uh, is supposed to be like Elon Musk's yeah. SpaceX figure. Yeah. Yeah, so Alita's going to so- solve the problem, and they're like, <laughs> Marco's like, well, we need you on the moon to be able to do it. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, that should be interesting, getting her to the moon. And, yeah. You know. Should be like a weekend car ride. Like, I got a feeling now. They're just going to the moon every weekend. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah, it's interesting is. Oh, then there's protesters, and one thing is, like, go back to the moon in the timeline part. I can't remember where it was. Maybe yeah. it was about the fusion stuff, but there was a sign that said, go back to the moon. Interesting. I'm like, I'm like I want to do Like, can we go back to the moon here? Yeah. Are we supposed to go back soon? Right, yeah. But I think it's Artemis, or I think that's the next one. That's yeah, I think they're shooting there. for, like, I think it's 2025 now. Think okay, it was it supposed back. to be 2024, I think. And yeah. Then, yeah. I think they pushed it a year, but, yeah. <sighs> But yeah, so the, what are your thoughts? The whole goal of this like new season, right, is private privateering of right space exploration with corporations, and yeah, then the U.S. and Russia, all three of them are going for Mars. Yeah, right. That's the, the private, target. Yeah, Helios, U.S. and Russia, and U.S. and Russia have a treaty where they split the moon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the moon is split in half, <coughs> and, and so for the goal being Mars. Who do you think is going to make it to Mars first? Well, if this was real life and you had a private company and a U.S. government, Soviet government, the private company would be there 10 years before the government oh, yeah. would. Hands down. they wouldn't have all the yeah. red tape and procedures and protocols that yeah. would be in place, the bureaucracy of the governments. But with the show... It'll be interesting because the Soviets has beat the U.S. in a lot of the previous seasons of things. So, in theory, in line with the show, I would think Soviets would probably get there first, and then there'd be another like war thing on the Mars, right? Like right. On the moon, <laughs> yeah. So. Mars attacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I read, I read, I read a theory that uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be uh, out of left field. Uh, China is going to beat everybody to, to Ooh, Mars because you see there is a little blurb about China's space program in this. Yeah, China and Russia have like right in our timeline, right? They're pretty close in terms of like politically and economically, yeah. just based on location. And in this timeline, they're like. They've gone their separate ways. Yeah. And so, like, 
I read somewhere that China could be like the dark horse to win the Mars race. Yeah, you could see that. Is they're not even on the radar no. in the show at this point, really. I mean, yeah. there was a little blurb about it, but I think that it's going to turn into like the show. I think the direction that they want to take it is it's going to be China may win, right? But then you go another ten years, and the entire planet is like unified in like space exploration. Yeah. But then you have like people who were born and raised on the moon and then people who were born and raised on Mars. Oh shit. And they're like their own faction of people and shit like that. Like now we're getting into like the expanse territory. Exactly. And which I do want to watch that show. Yeah. I watched the f- like half the first season is really good. I, I have, the, I have the first book somewhere. It's Leviathan Awakes and yeah. I, it's like huge, but yeah, I've seen some clips from the expanse. It looks good, but yeah, that's uh that was kind of my take on who I thought was going to land on Mars first, but um, who do you think is going to die this season? You think there's going to be some big deaths? I do. Yeah, think it's going to be Ed. I think it's going to be Ed. They're kind of setting it up where I don't know. I kind of think Ed. I almost want to say Alita. Yeah, I can see that. In the moon. Yeah. And I hope it's not Pea Pants. Oh, yeah. Old, I forget his name. Yeah, Bill. Yeah. Bill, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Alita will die because I think Margot will get busted for spying. Oh, and Alita will take over. And, and then Alita it. will take over. And then in 10 years or, or in the next two seasons, she'll be the head of NASA or the head of the global space yeah, force eventually, or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. Yeah. The, yeah, they're setting that up. Because, yeah, it, well, I was going to say, Margot doesn't know she's spying, but she is. She's yeah. giving away... He's they're, like, trading... Yeah, yeah, they're trading intel with each other. Yeah. Um, and we see at the end of season two, they're like, good job, Yevgeny, or whatever. Yeah. And, Even at the end of the first episode, yeah. he, like, picks the line back up at the yeah. payphone. And then you got to like, press her for this. We yeah. need this. and Yeah, so that's becoming an interesting part of the... The show that really didn't come into play till late in season two. Yeah. So. But, you know, it's funny because they, I love how they're bringing in the space tourism stuff and the yeah. privateering and how the old gang is like, oh, space tourism. This is ridiculous. Like Ed <clears throat> yeah. and Molly, who is still alive. She's just blind now. <laughs> you got the. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing. She's yeah. got the dog that's growling at, <laughs> at Margo. Yeah. Margo, and then she's reading Braille, but has like a computer screen next to her. And she's smoking cigarette in the office. Yeah. I really love. I I wanted to see Molly's husband. Like, yeah, uh, I liked him as a character. Yeah, like that was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it'll be interesting. This I don't know what they're gonna. That was one of my questions I had for you. Was what could they possibly do with her character arc? But I have no idea. Yeah, that seems. Unfortunately, it almost seems that she's going to be just kind of, um, and she's the head of the astronaut office, right? Yeah. She'll go for Ed. Yeah. So, I mean, she has the decision, they like Ed or Danielle to lead the mission. Was it the mission of Mars yeah. or whatever? Yeah, the new, and, yeah. So, I mean, that's going to come into, they're giving her something to do on that. Yeah. So, we'll see her. Be interesting to see, like, why it seemed like she's way in favor of Ed versus Danielle, but I guess because they're kind of similar of kind of not say dumb, but just like 
go with your gut decision makers yeah. versus yeah. like pool is yeah. very instinctive versus methodical. Yeah, yeah to yeah. a degree. But I think I, I have so many theories about where the show is going to go. And, and it just hit me like Margo was blind. She can't go back into space. No, at least not Margo. Um, or, yeah, not Margo. Uh, um, I got her name right here. Molly, Molly. Molly. Yeah. <laughs> I think, right, she's like the first person to say something negative about private space tourism. Yeah. I think in the description for the next episode, like, Margot makes a change in staff in order to make a decision on who goes to Mars. Mm. And I think Molly probably gets let go and then winds up going to work for the privateer. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. But I think Ed winds up getting the job to Mars because he's <laughs> he's... Gonna die. Well, oh. like, <laughs> I don't, is he like married to that other chick, or are they just dating? I don't know. It didn't. It didn't. So we'll say he's divorced for yeah. now. Doesn't he has an adopted daughter? Yeah, because his son died. Yeah. So like he had and like, what was the other characters? Pool. Yeah. Has a son and a husband. Has more to lose if something goes wrong. By well, going they're to Mars. also like stepchildren. It's not like yeah, her. that's true. Yeah. So they both have like. I think it sets it up where they both have adopted or step yeah. commitments. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, well, could they, either one of them could die. Yeah. Um, I think there's a, in like the teaser of the season, there's a clip where Ed and Danny like are fighting and it's inside like a space cabin area. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he finds out that Danny hooked up with Karen. And they're like on Mars. Oh shit! And they shit. have like a full on throwdown. Well, Danny went to the moon, right? They and the the went to Jamestown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, does yeah, he, that's right. Yeah. Does Danny? Oh, Danny's in NASA. Okay, I'm like, maybe Ed goes to work in the private space, and could Danny be. goes with Danielle Poole. That could and be they good. get up on Mars or the moon, and yeah, yeah. yeah I still can't believe that. He doesn't know that it's Danny that... Yeah. Well, I mean, there would be no... I'm surprised he didn't press Karen on it. Um, and he knows Karen's at the bar. So yeah. he could could have deduced something, but... Fly up. He can land a spacecraft on the moon, but he can't put it together who his wife's lover was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, uh, any last thoughts on uh, For All Mankind? I'm just like super excited that it's back. Yeah. I really, and when I rewatched the one and two over the last couple of weeks, two is re- was a really good season. Yeah. And one, one was good. It, it dragged on. Yeah. It was almost like too many episodes because it stretched out a lot. But two was, was really good. And is, so. Is two the one where like Gordo sees the ants or is that season one? That's season one. Yeah. I think it's season one. I think so. Anyways, that like, seemed to go on forever. Like the, yeah. You know, the where the guy gets blown up on the plane and... Yeah. Um, Apollo 24 explodes on the launch pad and all of that stuff, yeah. And they have the, the, the weapons to the... Pathfinder. Pathfinder and the weapons to the moon and... There's first shooting on the moon and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. um, but yeah, it was that season. I mean, they're both good, but season two was good. I mean, I think I'm looking forward to seeing what happens, uh, the race to Mars. 
Do you think they shut down the space hotel? I think they repurpose it to go to Mars. You think so? I think I saw a clip somewhere that it'll be the Polaris, whatever the U.S. one is, and then the Russian ship. I think it's going to be something along those lines. I don't, but yeah, odds are, yeah, they're going to shut. They're they're either going to shut it down because the thing's falling apart, or it's going to get repurposed into becoming. Doesn't it need like massive repairs, like the cable, <laughs> the suspension cables? Yeah. yeah, the suspension cables. It was like tearing holes through. Uh, yeah. yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Ed's and, cabin just like decompressed. Yeah. Almost killed both of them. Yeah. yeah, but I do like though in the clips that we've seen so far for like when they do get to Mars, the technology is amazing. Yeah. Like the rovers and even this, I think it's the Russian spacecraft looks straight out of 2001 a Space Odyssey. I got a question for you. Yeah. Will they find for this season and the next season, will they find aliens or other life forms on Mars? That's a good planet? question. I, th- I think they will find like evidence of former life on Mars, something along those lines, like amoebas or bacteria or something like that i think i think that will like happen. a demi dog like one of those little <laughs> things that the mind flare dustin had the mind flare <laughs> the mind flares on the on mars yeah. it's it's doom yeah it's the video game doom yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i'm curious that's of a like, good point how far do they deviate from reality so to speak because because now it's just all about let's go into technology that we've talked about that we haven't been able to implement. Yeah. And then you just keep going 10 years every time. You just start bringing out more and more experimental technology. Like, is the last season them, like, figuring out how to, like, travel to another solar system? Yeah. Like, what technology are they going to play with over the next five seasons, including this one? It, I think it's going to be amazing. A lot, of, a lot so. of theoretical stuff they can play with. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, they're not spending a lot of time, yeah. like, you know, in some shows, in some movies, it's like, okay, we're going to Mars, and we're going to spend an hour of the movie going to Mars. Because in real life, it yeah. obviously takes years and yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's like eight, nine but months just to get to Mars. It's yeah. like the moon, you know, in the, yeah. in the a couple scenes, like... All right, here's Apollo seven seventy five, or you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever space yeah, Pathfinder thirty two yeah. is on its way to yeah. the moon. Oh, yeah. we just sent one last week. We got oh, yeah. you got your supply run coming tomorrow, and right? Got, and I guess that could be the future. I mean, that was, with a lot of unmanned, yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of unmanned rockets going up with supplies for the station and satellites and all that. But. And that could be the other stuff. Is like, do they go to the other planets? Like, do they go to Venus and? all of these other gaseous planets and they have like just stations. I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff. Or, or yeah, you said the season seven, are they in a different solar system? They right. find a similar, they go intergalactic. Ooh. It's like they find like the exact, exact like same people on earth too in another Ooh. solar system. And like Ed goes down there and finds his old self. There's a movie like that, yeah, called Another Earth. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, you might want to watch that one. Yeah, but or they they go through the black hole and Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> knocking books off the shelf or whatever. <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, I was I was laughing a second ago because it's like they get to Mars and it's just Roger from American Dad who yeah. <laughs> ate all the pecan sandwiches. Yeah, or They're like, uh, what the hell is this? <laughs> or uh, uh, Matt Damon, like. <laughs> 
the Martian. I was about to say because he was also an interstellar on his other planet, oh, yeah, the ice right. planet. Yeah, but yeah, inter- the Martian. He's like growing potatoes. <laughs> I'm glad you said the Martian because I don't know. You said Matt David in my mind immediately jumped nah. to Dogma. <laughs> uh, oh God, great movie. I was I was thinking um, freaking. Um, Team America. Matt oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Sorry. Oh, two great, great movies, Dogma and... Uh, yeah. I think we got to end it on that one. The two great movies, Dogma and Team America, World Definitely. Police. Yeah. But yeah, any any other... What's your, what's your grandiose theory besides this season and beyond? For, for all mankind? Yeah. They wind up finding another civilization. I think that's my ultimate, like, they either discover how to create a wormhole or maybe they just colonize our solar system and then they discover that there's nothing else out there. Yeah. and (laughs) They go Sopranos and go full letdown. (laughs) It's just the last scene of there, they get to this other galaxy and it's just like black. It just turns to black, you know, (laughs) like the end of Sopranos. And it's like Karen, uh, like Ed's wife is just out there. They all sit down at a diner and they're like, "Well, yeah, it's what are we gonna?" <laughs> last do? scene is is Karen, Ed, Danielle, yeah. um, Margo, Yevgeny. Yeah, it's like all the main characters that are still alive. They're sad. They're like in the big circular booth at a diner. It's like, yeah. oh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. What do you want to eat? You want a sandwich? And it turns to black or something. Yeah, it just goes straight Pulp Fiction. What do you leave for a tip? Yeah. <laughs> Ed, why does your wallet say bad motherfucker on it? No, yeah. it's just... Tim Ross shows up. Yeah. And Bunt, Honey Bunny. <laughs> then Thanos comes in. <laughs> We're getting off the rails. And, yeah, and Roger's still there from yeah, American right. Dad. And yeah. The Goldfish is there, too. Oh, my God, yeah. I think we're losing. It's getting it's getting late at yeah. night. Yeah, I think we're there, but uh Yeah, good stuff, man. So I think we'll uh keep talking about For All Mankind and you know, Barry's we over. Barry's over. Um we didn't touch on Obi Wan. I've watched the four first four episodes. Maybe we'll talk about that when the season's over. There's Two more. Got a hot take. We'll talk about next episode. Yeah, I got some thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, But we got a lot of... We got For All Mankind that we're watching now. Um, There's a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. Westworld Season 4. The last two episodes of Stranger Things. July. July 1, I think. So a lot of good stuff to talk about. So uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, be sure to uh, follow us on uh, Instagram at Can We Kick It Pod. You know, you can subscribe to our podcast at on Spotify, uh, Google Pod, Apple Pod, any any anywhere that you listen to your podcast. You know, you can send us an email at Can We Kick It Pod One at gmail.com, and you can go to our website, kickingitmedia.com. Peace.